You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Making Money Online is sponsored by Nicola J. Rowley PR, helping entrepreneurs and brands get visible through strategic storytelling. If you're serious about being seen and impacting the lives of others, harnessing the power of PR is the best way to grow and scale your business. Visit njrpr.com for more details and read Nicola's best-selling book, The Power of PR. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. Today, we're going to talk about a subject that a lot of my clients have asked me for because they are introverts. And being an introvert these days does not mean that you will have less of a business than someone who is an extrovert. And yet it's always seen that way. So I'm here with Kate Jordan. She is a skills and confidence coach in the cake industry. And she is an introvert. And I want to talk to her about how she got started in business while knowing that. So welcome to the show, Kate. Hello. Hi, Lisa. How are you doing? (laughs) Um, Okay. So tell me a little bit about when you got started in business, how did you even know that you were an introvert? And what does that term mean to you? I think I always knew in some way that I was an introvert growing up. But I think I always thought it was quite a negative thing so I always thought that it was something that made me quite antisocial and it was something that I sort of had to learn to overcome to get over and especially when starting my own business it was something that I was never going to be able to be as good as everybody else and as confident as everybody else if I wasn't able to become an extrovert and sort of learn how to kind of be sort of yeah, just be able to speak in front of people. And how was I ever going to do that when I didn't really like doing, like getting up and speaking to people? And It's and, such a shame, yeah. isn't it, that we have yeah, this yeah. connotation of if you are an extra, and, and people even get what extrovert means wrong as well. Like we're, as an extrovert, it doesn't mean that we're party, party, party all the time. Oh, yeah. And and because I'm an extrovert and it doesn't mean that I'm constantly needing to be the center of attention and I'm loud and I'm confident. All of those things are very different things to how I get my energy, which is actually what an extrovert and an introvert is. Introverts generally tend to get their energy alone or in small groups. Extroverts can get more energy when there are people around them. And there's yeah. a whole middle ground as well, isn't there? Of, of people. Yeah. Like, that's I mean that's what I was going to say it's, it's and as well I think this this misconception that if you're an introvert you actually hate doing anything social at all and it's not I mean I actually love spending time with like-minded people I find it quite exhausting if I'm with people who I don't have anything in common with I, my, my energy gets depleted a lot quicker but I think it was by pushing myself too far and getting to a point where I was overwhelmed and I had no energy and I was just thinking that I hated everything about running my own business because I was doing it wrong basically I was trying to be something that I wasn't and trying to create this sort of persona that was just it what that wasn't me it wasn't embracing what made me me yeah. um, it was trying to be something it was trying to copy it was trying to look at other people and trying to go well that's the way that they do it so that must be the way to do it and and trying to uh, to be that rather than actually 
Yeah, and that's uh, never yeah. the way because it's exhausting if you're oh trying my God, to put so on, like you're acting basically. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. <laughs> and I think I think there's, I mean, there is an element of that. I mean, I think it's this idea of creating an avatar, which I think is important in business. It's it's like that fine balance between embracing your true self and that sort of authenticity word, which gets misused a lot, but embracing that, but also the fakery of like not you're not actually pretending you're just having a persona that's that's what that's who you can be but when you go out to meetings but it's not necessarily completely different from who you actually are but it's just like a like big girl pants isn't it yeah you put your brave pants on and there is that even for extroverts there are going to be things that are you know I'm an extrovert and I don't love standing on a stage in front of loads of people I don't love it walking into a room of networking with a load of people that's just like that's a confidence thing more than anything else but I think if we keep using terms to define people, then it becomes really difficult because then people start thinking, well, I'm an introvert, so I can't have a business. And people say that to me all the time. I'm an introvert. I can't, I can't have a business. I can't do social media, um, which isn't true at all. You just adapt to the ways that you like to do things. And I think that is whatever you do in business and whoever you are, whether you're an introvert or something in between, you adapt to the way you like to do things in business. And that's what you did in the end, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I found basically three, three things that, that worked for me. The first one was I learned to plan ahead. I mean, I'm a planner. I love planning. I'm kind of obsessed with, with planning and organizing things, but I learned to plan ahead because I, I found that I was, when I actually started to look to try and find a pattern of what, what was leading to this overwhelm, because I love analyzing things as well. And I think that's kind of like an introverted trait, the introspection, the ability to reflect and analyze things. So I looked at the weeks where I was particularly just exhausted. And it was weeks where I had networking meetings, sort of like a couple of days in a row. And also as well, it's including time with friends and family like fun time as well that as lovely as that is going and meeting friends for a coffee and you know if, I, if I've got weekends where I'm busy doing family things as well but I had whole weeks where there was absolutely no windows of just time for me just to sit and read a book or you know watch a film or something it's as an introvert it's, it's like you need that recharge time it's like sort of to, to be able to to be able to be confident and be comfortable being around people you need that time to kind of go and reflect and recharge and I wasn't getting any of that and I was like right okay so I need so I learned to build these buffer zones into so, so if I've got a networking meeting 10 till 12 okay so then it's got the school run before so there's no buffer zone availability there but if I know that I'm doing that that day do I need how much is that going to take out of me do I need to have a day buffer zone beforehand and after it or it's just like an hour in the afternoon just after it's finished just to go and have a coffee put my headphones on and just sit and listen to an audio book or whatever and just that's such have a good idea time. I think even as a, really an extrovert yeah I do yeah. that because it's exhausting sometimes being around yeah. lots and lots of people and yeah. if you um like when I'm launching I buffer the week before and the week after like I know yeah. I'm going to need it and the yeah. brilliant thing yeah. about having your own business is that you can design it you design what okay. it looks like if you're in a job you don't get to do that so no. much so we should be using that so that's yeah. a great thing that you did there so I think I did I mean I've just planned so what are the non-negotiables so look ahead to the next weeks or months like what are the non-negotiables what are the things that can't be moved and what are the things that you know I can maybe tweak and move around and work that work my week around so I had these buffer zones depending on how big they were depending on how much that activity was going to take out of me so yeah and I think I 
I notice a massive difference. So now I still, I just still mess up now and I forget to do it, but I notice a massive difference in my productivity and energy if I don't do it, because I, it's almost like my body knows it needs those buffer zones. So if I haven't built them in, my productivity suffers because it's like my body will just go, well, I'm just going to then just go into procrastination mode because you haven't given yourself that buffer zone. So no, I'm not going to let you kind of do this work that you actually need to do. I'm just going to kind of, you know, dive, divert you off sort of like yeah. Facebook scrolling or something else because I haven't given that myself that time. Yeah. Whereas if I do give myself that time, when I actually come to have to have a focus block where I need to get something done, it gets done. It's so much easier because I can just go, right, okay, my brain is rested, my energy is rested, okay, I can focus on this now. Do you so time block? Massive... Do you time block everything? Yes. Yeah, yes, I do. Yes. I try to, yeah, I try to. I try to also as well build in some flexibility because I think that was something that I found could be a pro and a con as well because I do love time blocking, but then if I didn't actually have some flexibility around those time blocks, if life happens, especially as you know, when you've got kids, things happen that I'm like oh my god no I can't have that time block yeah. now what's going to happen overwhelm <laughs> yeah yeah oh, again so it's just sort of yeah so it's getting the time blocks are important things are really important I also as well batch block activities so I try to if I've got lots of emails I'll sort of say right okay so that day or that block is for emails and I'll just sit down and I'll just do all the emails social media posts sit down just do that sort of social media posts blog posts even if it's just idea generation for blog posts right so that blocks for that so it's I'm in that mind frame. So it's not the butterfly brain of this like yeah. flitting around for all sorts of different things. That's just for me. That's that just work, works really well for me. But I know other people work in different ways. So oh, it's just finding batching. what works for you. Yeah, it is about finding what works for you because it changes everything when you do oh, that. Yeah. I mean, we all try yeah. and fit into boxes of what we think an entrepreneur should be like at the beginning. I know I did. So yeah. well, this is what not, this is what an entrepreneur does. They get up at five o'clock in the morning, even if they have. <laughs> two-year-old baby twins and they try and have this like morning routine and I realized very quickly that all that was doing was making me stressed yeah yeah I think I'm, I'm naturally someone who likes to wake up early but I'm also if for some reason like my, my kids have got up in the night and I haven't had a rest of night's sleep I'm like do you know what just get up when you need to get up tomorrow doesn't you don't have to get up but it's so once I started giving myself that permission to be lenient I was a lot less stressed about things so another thing that I have learned to do and it sounds like a strange thing to have to learn to do but it's learning to embrace the word no and, and making that really work for you but doing it in an, in an elegant way so it's not like you just like I said no I'm not going to do that but it's without feeling the need to lie because I think that sometimes we feel like we need to lie or make an excuse or the worst of all apologize for saying no and it's actually something that's not it's not going to work for you it's actually going to work against you because it's going to use up energy for something for something that's not actually I mean it sounds like it's going down the selfish route but it's it's if something's going to deplete your energy that yeah. isn't actually going to be something a benefit you want. Yeah, yeah I believe no, it's, it's in boundaries and one of the biggest yeah. boundaries that I learned is that no is a complete sentence we don't have to say no because and make up an excuse. You're absolutely allowed to say no. And this isn't just for business things. When someone says, oh, can you be a bonus on my thing? Or can you come and do this thing? Um, 
you know, no, that's not something that I can do right now is fine. Um, but it's also for social things. I used to feel like I have to say yes, otherwise my friends won't like me anymore. When that show can say no, um, uh, you know, it's not a priority right now for me to be yeah. doing stuff yeah. like that and working on the business or whatever. Yeah. And it makes you feel so much better when you realise that you don't need to like give an excuse for everything yeah. that you say yeah. no to. And it's, I think that I mean, is exactly what I was just going to say. That comes from, first of all, creating your boundaries, protecting your boundaries, actually even understanding what your what boundaries are. Mm. I think for a lot of people, it's just it's it's not something that they're even aware of. So it's it's you know what is acceptable to you, what is is going to move you forward. And it's you know a lot of people, especially women as well, will be like, oh well, no, that's just just terrible because you know you've got to be sort of helping everybody else. It's like, well, yes and no because it's like if you're busy helping everybody else and you're not actually moving yourself forward then what's then the point exactly the point? I remember at the beginning I used to help quite a lot of people for free in my messenger and my email and that kind of thing and I was exhausted from doing that because then I didn't have time to do actual paid work and then I started saying I'm really sorry I'd love to help you with this but it's going to take me longer than two minutes uh, here's a link if you want to book a, a power hour with me and it was so empowering to be able to do that and knowing that if they said oh no I don't want to pay you I didn't have to help yeah <laughs> yeah, no, exactly and I think it's something that's creating it's creating so it's creating those boundaries but then it's it's creating standard replies as well I think that's something because that's something that I talk to people with with the business stuff that I do about creating these templates that you can copy and paste because it takes you out of it as well because people oh Lord, I feel bad about saying that oh we're going to upset people that if you create these templates where they're polite completely nice they could be friendly they could be even like be a bit jokey have your personality in them, but you can just copy and paste them and edit them to put the details that you need in. And then you are not having to sit there and use your energy. Because again, it's using your energy again to sit there and think, oh God, how can I actually say no to this situation and still not hurt anybody's feelings and everything? So you just, oh, they're asking for that. Mm, no, right. Okay. I've got a response for that. Copy and paste, send it, done. And then it's, and it's done. Everybody, yeah, it's done. I feel like when you get a bit bigger in business, you get this buffer of like either a VA, PA or an ops manager who gets to do that for you. So my sister gets to write to people going, really sorry, she doesn't have the time to do this. And it's not on my guilty conscience of, oh, I really want to help everyone. Because we do generally in this online world, we want to help everyone. That's the whole point. But we can't. I think again, as women, it's just like, it's all about that. It's, it's, but it's, yeah, it's, I mean, but but having these standard replies can almost be like you, your pretend VA. So you yeah. can even create a, a pretend VA. Nobody's going to know. <laughs> so true. So as an introvert in business, people often say to me, you know, it goes against, we're never going to do as well as. And I've always believed, well, actually, I think you can do even better because if you're an introvert, we know we attract people that are a bit like us. So people will resonate with you writing posts about being an introvert and that kind of thing. And so they'll be more attracted to you than maybe coming to an extrovert because if someone's introverted, they want to know how to work from someone that's a bit like them. Do you agree with that? Do you think it's hindered you in any way being an introvert? I don't think it's hindered me as soon as I recognised the power that I had as an introvert and I think that's that's the, the sort of the final thing that I, I realized was actually how to embrace my introvertedness and not try to pretend or try to be something that I'm not I think when I was struggling was because I was trying to pretend to be I was looking at what other people were doing and not actually really looking at you know what are they 
just not my person, not like me at all. So it's like what they're not going, I'm not going to be able to do what they do because they're just not the same kind of people. And it's, yeah, and, and I think it comes across in the, every way in all the communications that you have and actually being able to go, right, okay, well, this is, this is who I am. This is the way that I like to talk about things. And so not, because it's all, all in the content that I was writing, so social media posts, emails and stuff, was all trying to be something that I wasn't. And it, it was, and like I said before, you know, it was exhausting. It, and that's what led to like an almost burnout, overwhelm yeah. and just deeply unhappy and like, is this really actually what I want to do? And people see it anyway. People can see through yeah, you when you're pretending absolutely. to be something, you know. Yeah. So I think it's all about just embracing the fact that you're an introvert and realising all the strengths that you have as an introvert. Now you're, you're, it's a huge generalisation, but most introverts that I know anyway are great listeners. We're brilliant at listening. We're great at observing, great at reflecting. So it's what can you use those qualities to actually really enhance in your own business and just give yourself space and time to really examine, right, what are the things I'm doing right now? What's working, what's not? If it's not working, is that because I'm trying to go against what I actually am and what I believe in? And, and actually admitting as well. It's like, you know, you just said, it's, it's actually being honest. Because one of the things that I've, I used to do a lot of networking I used to dread, you know, when you're going around the room and it's coming around that minute to stand up an inch, I just, my, my palms would be sweating and it'd just be horrible. I'm thinking, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> and I just, I try, because I try to copy, and I said, always the people that stand up and just go, I'm blah, and I just do blah and then sit down. But then there'd be the people who stand up and they just looked like they were, you know, happy as Larry. They were just standing there. They were so confident, so happy in their own zone. And I'd be like, right, okay, I'm going to copy that. And it was just, it d- just didn't work for me. And I felt, know like awful I felt even more kind of awful so I'd be like right okay so I'd just stand up and I'd just be like okay so and I'd sort of embrace that introvertedness of like you know I don't this is not my happy zone and and just sort of make it so it was something that would make other people who felt like me comfortable as well so it's more about sort of actually making that connection than actually standing up and I've got to get across in this minute of what I actually do so it's more about sort of actually I'm not that bothered about doing that I'm just more bothered about making everybody else feel like it's okay it's okay to do it just be like and that's really inspiring and I think that when people admit to their vulnerabilities that really attracts people to you anyway like people who are feeling a bit like you people were like wanting you to get there and you know it's like when you make a mistake on stage I've made a mistake so many times on stage and people are lovely about it because they know how it feels because they feel a bit scared of doing that kind of thing I think that's a really good way of doing it and I think that all of this kind of stuff we talk all the time in business. You'll, you'll see things all the time about being consistent. I say it and, you know, go live as much as you can. When I talk about consistency, I think it's really important for people to realize it means consistent for you. So whereas that might be every day for me, for an introvert, that would exhaust them. And so as long as it's consistent, even if it's like once a week or once every two weeks, that's still consistent if people know when you're going to turn up. Yeah. So consistent doesn't mean constant yes <laughs> and people yes. get confused and my introverts are always like but I can't go every <laughs> single day and I'm like you don't need to go every single day and they're like you yes. say I have to be con- like consistent consistent doesn't mean every day no. do things the way that work for you and feel good about when you're doing things if you're forcing yourself to do things that you know are going to deplete your energy you're not going to feel good when you're doing it anyway and people can feel that there's an energy thing around it so make your business work for you just like Katie has 
any last minute tips for us? I think it's just, yeah, I mean, I think it's just what, I, what I've said before. It's just giving yourself the time and the space, really. And I think it's so easy to not do that. And especially if, you're, if you have kids or if you have any other, there's a lot of people that have other time commitments as well, whether they're caring for other people or whatever it is. It's just, you are important. You are not going to make things link forwards in your sort of discovery of, of what it is that makes you tick unless you give yourself time to sit and reflect on what is working, what is not. How am I feeling right now? I do try and do, I mean, if we're going back to the sort of morning routine, one thing I do try and do every morning, whether it be if I've got up in time to do it before the boys get up, but I do try and do a body scan. So I'll start from my head all the way down. Like, how am I feeling in my body? Is there any tension anywhere? Ooh, okay, so what's that about, that tension? Is there something coming up that I'm not sure of? And just the, all that constant self-reflection, introspection, which I think comes more naturally when you're introverted, but it's it's something that will always help you. So it's going with these things that make you an introvert rather than going against them. Because yeah. it's, it's fine. Being an introvert is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Some of my favourite mentors that I've ever had are classing themselves as introverts and you know they've they're, they're brilliant people so I think that there's no there's no good and bad about this it's who it's the person individually and how they work and how good they are at what they do thank you for being here today it's been brilliant to have this discussion and where can people come and find you if they want to know a little bit more about what you do they can find me I am I've got my website it's thesweetcreative.com and I am on Instagram and Facebook as Sweet Creative. I'm also on Pinterest as well um, as Sweet Creative. Brilliant. We'll put the links in as well, guys, if you want to click on those. But thank you for being here today. It's been nice to talk to you. Thanks, guys, for showing up again for this podcast. And I will speak to you again next week. Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get hold of my guide to launching, Go to lisajohnson.com forward slash launch and let's get you making money online.